What up, sport fans? Welcome to Balls in the Face, the world's premier podcast about dodgeball <laughs> on our wrong show. People of the internet, it's that F King show's time. And this week we've got a guest. It's a good one. I'm excited. I know you're excited. I know someone else is excited. It's this guy. It's the host of the show, Boo Lamont. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I am so excited. Uh, I'm going to be revealing more secrets than uh, Harry and Meghan. That's right. Today we're going to have a guest who's going to tell us all about the magical world of a TV show set in the DC universe. Very interesting. Before we get to that, though, we've got a question. Yes, we have fans. Plural. Plural, yes. We've got fans. (laughs) And the question we got from one of those fans is, is porn a sport? Is porn a sport? Well, it depends. Uh, there's a goal, there's some balls, uh, you are scoring. So in essence, yes, yes, porn is a sport. That's a beautiful question. Hmm. So in the Olympics of porn, would you say you'd come first all the time? <laughs> I would just come first, I'd come early. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for that Dob on Instagram. Uh, that was a couple of weeks back she asked that question she (laughs) yes I don't want to delve too deep don't want to delve too deep but like what would be the different events so you'd have like your kink you'd have your kink event Uh, you'd have your BDSM which is kind of like judo Um, (laughs) your your wrestling which is obvious Uh, well there's sprinting long distance (laughs) long distance is like uh, this is an 18 rate show right yeah. So, like, you'd have your endurance race, which would basically be like a gangbang. Um, so, yeah, we're talking like marathon, cross country, spelt, slightly different. Sure, surely a gangbang would be a relay. <laughs> <laughs> Passing the stick from one to the other. Um, the baton, really. It's, it's a baton. Come on, if you're going to be. <laughs> you've got to use it. And it's a French word, too. So. Um, baton. No, baton. Um, you'd have the big hacky, which would be the swimming event. Um, <laughs> Synchronised Karma Sutra? Synchronised Karma Sutra. Yeah, but you know, yeah. we'd get wiped out by the Indians. They would be the best at that event. You know, they made that, they made that, that sport, so they would, they would definitely come first, no, as in, in the event. Um, definitely. Yeah, that's... They would literally clean up at the middle on that one. That's... Yeah, but the clean up <laughs> afterwards... Whew, would be messy. an event in itself, yes. Yeah. So, that was a great question. Any more questions you have or any problems you want your creepy uncle Booley to have a crack at solving, <laughs> send them to fkinghello at gmail.com. That's fkinghello at gmail.com. The show is always available on all the platforms. You know that because you've downloaded it from one of them. Rate, review, subscribe, and all that good shit. And now, on with the show. And so we're very, very privileged today... Uh, to be joined by the latest member of the DC Universe. Uh, and uh, with no spoilers, um, she's being served by Alfred himself, Alfred Pennyworth. Uh, Aisha Raymond, thank you for joining us today. Um, after her star turn in the latest episode of DC's Pennyworth, the Batman prequel about the life of Alfred Pennyworth, the butler of Batman, and his life before working for the Waynes. So uh, thank you for joining us. It's lovely to speak to you again. Well, thank you. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. And... Uh, yeah, what a fantastic! I've seen the episode is out now. I've seen it. You were absolutely marvelous. If I do well, I shouldn't say marvel. Actually, you were absolutely brilliant. Uh, 
<laughs> Decevious. Um, Decevious. No, uh, really good. So how did this come about? Um, lockdown happened. Everything crashed. I was supposed to go to Japan and someone gave me a phone call. Brilliant. Um, I know that there was quite a few different wrestlers up for the role. Um, but yeah, you fed the bill and you did really, really well. Um, so, so break it down for us. So you, you were contacted, um, assumed by Warner Brothers? Well, I was contacted by Warner Brothers and uh, the stunt coordinator, um, who was ba- they were basically doing a mass search to do this wrestling scene that they did. And they had done what everybody else had done and looked through dancers, gymnasts, um, actresses, obviously. But who better to do a wrestling role than a real wrestler? And it should be noted that the other performer, Giselle Shaw, is also another wrestler who I know you're familiar with. She works for Fierce Females, the company that you are uh, one of the the head honchos of. So how does that fit, mix in with your wrestling life? I mean, you, you knew Giselle well before? Um, I didn't really know Giselle well before. We met in passing, but we were all actually supposed to wrestle uh, a year and a half ago. But I went to Japan for six months. So plans changed. So the match that could have and would have been booked all around the UK was, you know, DC and Warner Brothers got to do it first. Fantastic. So, uh, I mean, I know she's had experience working on television. She was in uh, Wow Women of Wrestling in America. Was there any tips for the camera that she had for you in terms of non-wrestling TV work? Yeah, I mean, um, her experience when it comes to television work and wrestling is um, far ahead of mine. Uh, my experience goes with Japanese TV, World of Sport, and obviously the Mae Young Classic. So her continuous seasonal like um, contributions to wrestling on TV when it came to women of wrestling helped me tremendously. Um, I got constant reminders to slow down, <laughs> and they did help. So with the with with her and. Uh your wrestling sequence if you haven't by the way people if you haven't checked out it's pennyworth season two episode five um and there is an extended sequence no no spoilers here but um there is a robbery taking place during a wrestling match between giselle and aisha aisha playing mad janet murphy and uh, giselle playing like a housewife type character um so and the, the sequence is really good um do I understand that you choreographed the, the actual wrestling sequence yourself? Was it like planning a match? Yeah, so um, side by side with the stunt coordinator, um, Marcus Shagashoff, for the actual season itself. He saw that we were wrestlers and knew that they were only, only our minds could put together what we needed to show as wrestlers. Him himself, with experience in boxing and karate and things like that, it was just best for us to do it. So... With him incorporating the like the stunt hand to hand combat as well as wrestling, we were able to create the beautiful thing that you see in front of you. It's really a really good sequence. Um, I've seen it a couple of times now. I think we both have. Um, so the ring looks very soft compared to the usual rings you guys work in. That yeah, uh, deceivingly soft. the The ring was an actual wrestling ring. Um, there are. Dozens of people now that own rings around the UK, so God, I could tell you who it was from. But um, Giselle and I, also as experienced wrestlers, had to uh, not only put it up, which was fun because they didn't know how to do it, but make it 
wrestling acceptable. It was basically like bumping on concrete at one point in time. Wow, so they made you ring crew as well. I'm sure we got paid extra for that. I need to go look as, through my contract. I was going to say, surely the stars don't have to do ring ring crew stuff. Yeah, still to this day, we, what's the horrible sentence? Pay your dues? Paying your dues. Oh, that knife. Oh. <laughs> I think with the knowledge a lot of people have, but you're lucky you didn't get just a boxing ring put up. I know, that's what, actually yeah. what I was expecting, but it was the actual wrestling ring. Yeah, bumping in a boxing ring is not pleasant at all. You've worked in a boxing revenue. Are you having flashbacks? <laughs> Backache flashbacks. I'm sure I only, I've only, think I only had to do it once. But um, yeah, long, long time ago. But that's uh, but people don't want to hear about me wrestling. I was absolutely dreadful. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you should know you worked me. Didn't I put a knee in your back at one point by accident? By I accident. promise you it was an accident. No, it wasn't. Yes, you know when you're trying not to stiff people you like? What? What's that? <laughs> That's all right. I, I got my receipt. <laughs> so with the Warner Brothers thing, so to give us a breakdown of like the day-to-day. So you went in, um, the costume that you were in was fantastic with the mask, the red red gear with the cape and the like, almost Batman-esque um cape and cowl for your entrance um to kind of break it down for us like what what how did your day start like so you were in makeup in hair in costume then you had like you know what 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 was a typical day on the set of pennyworth like for you um well the week started with total isolation because of the wonderful thing that we have now of covid so <laughs> we had an entire hotel where basically it was myself and giselle for a, a very long time Um, When it came to coming to makeup and my first wardrobe fitting, it was actually the most freakiest thing in the world because I walked into a room with um, Adolf Hitler and and, and, and Hades and like dominatrix character comic book cutouts and I was just like, um, what what will be going on here? Um, and they basically use those pictures as um, guidelines and templates in order to create that costume. But it was just the most like strangest moment when I walked around the corner and just saw this massive picture of Hitler, and I was like, um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was wardrobe. In terms of makeup, it, it, I didn't know how they were going to do certain things in terms of makeup when it came to wrestling and continuity. There's bits in the wrestling sequence where we do kind of grab and tussle and do certain things. So there was certain bits of my makeup that were missing, but like on day five, I'd have one eyelash because part of the (laughs) section that we just filmed was because I had an eyelash torn out, so I was walking around the set with one eyelash. Um, (laughs) The makeup itself was very 19, like 60s, like very old school makeup and it was very, Giselle got a little bit more prettified and I had to look like an evil, evil bitch. So. (laughs) I got to ask, I got to ask, because she's Canadian. Yes. Um, They dubbed her voice, didn't they? Because she had a very British accent during that sequence or did she actually put that on herself? Oh, fortunately that would be dubbed. But. Okay. (laughs) But, I was going to say it was like Kevin Costner level, like decency. My <laughs> comparison was Peggy Mitchell. And I was like, why do you sound like Peggy Mitchell? Uh, <laughs> Ease up. <laughs> Works. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. So um, I, I've got to ask, um, if, I'm, like, I don't know whether people, but I'm hoping people will have seen the episode um, 
by now, but uh, not not that it's a spoiler, but you fucking slam a chair into her face, breaking it. How fun was it to smash someone over the head with a uh, with a stunt chair? That was the funny thing. We got given the stunt equipment and they were like, do it this way, do it that way, hold it this way and it will break in a certain way. And Giselle and I just looked at each other and go, can I just hit her? And they looked at us with the most freakiest things in the world. They were like, are you crazy? It's like, no, we'll be fine. Like, generally, just let me hit her and it will be all right. So that's legit me swinging the... That's probably, not that I don't like her, I've met her and I'm sure she's absolutely lovely, but like for me, the highlight of your bit was that I must have, I rewound that a few times because it's just such a great um, stunt. That is two committed wrestlers. It looks looks devastating. That's Mick Foley and rock material right there. Like she's she's twitching, like (laughs) so hard. (laughs) But no, like really good stuff. Um, And of course, I mean, we are going to go into spoiler territory here. But um, in the uh, towards the end of your your bit the episode, which is fantastic, you know, you're at the beginning, you're in the middle, you're in the end, um, you get a big sequence. The the actual act of it that that was my favorite stunt sequence ever because again, um, wrestling came into it where they were ready to bring out a crash mat, they were ready to kind of cut the way I fell, but the way that you see me take that impact from the bullet, that is me throwing myself to that floor explaining to the entire set crew that I have bumped in rings in Japan that are harder than this, so I'm fine. <laughs> harder than actual concrete. Yeah. yeah, no, in all honesty, that was that was the most justified moment for me because I didn't feel a thing, but they were shocked. They're like, do you want a crash mat? I'm like, no, I haven't needed that, one of those for about eight years. I'm okay. <laughs> I was like, just I was expecting you to open one eye and be like, hey, hey. <laughs> no, it's really good. Um so what is on the on next on the agenda? Are you looking to do more of this, or you, did you? I mean, are you looking to veer into the stunt side of it, or do you want to continue? Well, I am. Like I, the people that I spoke to, everybody that was there, um, I drilled them with much information as possible to possibly get qualified for the British Stunt Register, and that's what I'm aiming to do now. That we can basically do nothing. At least I can focus my energy on something else. Because I mean, at the moment, wrestling it's not stagnant but every, because everything is stagnant because of covid but there is obviously uh, a business to come back to but like is is tv and film work going to be something that you aspire to do more now of course this face was meant to be on tv i've proved it many 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 times oh we've discussed this yes there's just a few people who you know for some reason they just won't open their eyes but <laughs> yeah i'm sure um <laughs> No, it was really good. I'm I'm just really pleased for you, and I'm just hoping more stuff comes from this for you. I, I definitely think that there's more kind of uh, TV stuff on the horizon for you. Like it, it was really good, and it's nice that the spotlight was on you for a bit. You know, in terms of non wrestling stuff. But back to wrestling stuff. What's the uh, what's the forecast looking like? You're going back to Japan. Are you staying in Scotland to make things bigger over there, or are you? Um, you got other plans. Japan is always on the cards. As long as the borders open up, I will be on a plane. Um, in terms of Fierce Females, I can't wait to show people what we're able to do with that company after all of this and after the whole aftermath of the the, the movement. Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure that, you know, women's wrestling in Scotland does continue, and it should. Yeah, because I, I hear they, they hired a really decent commentator uh, last year. Uh, <laughs> no names, Boulamont. No, um, 
it's really good. I'm just I'm just really pleased for you, and I'm, I'm just hoping that this continue long may it continue. So um, yeah, that's pretty good, Aisha. Thank you very much, and uh, keep you on. And uh, you're going to stay on for some more. Are you a dead? Of course. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, I have actually got a question. Yeah, behind the scenes, uh, we have sort of chatted a few times trying to attempt to do the podcast, but things have got in the way, and we have spoken about coming to America, and everyone's discussed at the trailer. Yes. Now, I watched it yesterday <laughs> for the show. For the culture. And uh, what were you going to say? No, I was going to ask you if you liked it or not. No, I, I did. I actually, it, it, I knew in my head that it wasn't supposed to be like what the original, what the first one was. The first one is a, a cult classic. Like people still reiterate Ra- Randy Watson and every song he sang and sexual chocolate till this day. Sexual chocolate. Um, that, I was doing it through the whole film. I was like, Randy Watson, he's back. Um, <laughs> Give it up for Randy or Watson. But, uh, the they way I took the agree? second one is it, it kind of reflected a lot of the stuff that we go through today. Um, when it comes to power playing sexes between royalty and hierarchy, when it comes to whether or not the choices have to be made and arranged marriage or actual love, it was the same story, but actually brought into our times. And I kind of feel if you put your head in our time, the story makes complete sense and you like it. But the problem is, is when people look back at the first one and that's when they complain. It's not, like you say, it's not the original, but then you kind of go into it knowing it's not going to be as good, but you enjoy the company with the characters. And I was actually shocked. I went online to see what the reviews were saying and it's it's getting like loads of one-star reviews for being too woke. See, I didn't even think about that. I just also wrote for, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> and same thing with the woke figures, like, oh, it's all the women as like strong, powerful women. I'm like, yeah. Really? You, you didn't think they'd do that? The, the, the head? Sorry, I don't really like the characters. Sorry, go on, Aisha. Um, but, I, but one thing that I did appreciate was the abundance of Nollywood actors. Like, that, it just gave a lot of people a new light. That was nice. That was good. I thought the yeah. hairdresser was gorgeous, and I think she was fantastic. She was, like, for me, one of the standout characters in the movie. You know, who, he, who, the, the, who the prince eventually ends up with. So, and I, I thought that was really cool. And yeah, again, I enjoyed like, seeing all the old characters back. Like they actually brought the same actors back for the same roles. It's like that's really good. When that woman and was like, still the... hopping and barking, I literally almost wet myself. <laughs> yeah, that was. You see, uh, the callbacks were brilliant. We got to talk. I mean, if we're talking coming to America, we got to talk about it. The scene in the bar that they've obviously done digitally, and when he's sitting in the sofa and she. Yeah, his face uh, looks so weird. Yeah, it was a bit odd, wasn't it? <laughs> There was some uncanny valley shit going on there. Although Leslie Jones with the candle wafting her pussy smell towards him before <laughs> yeah, giving him a blunt. That was a... Anyway, next question. Lola Bunny's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> that is wokeness too far. You know about this, Aisha? You've been following the Space Jam 2 stuff? No, no, no. You can. That's why I'm like, tell me. Tell me now. Oh, so Lola Bunny, they've made her... They've unsexualized her, which is fine because like, I don't. Her get... character is she's supposed to be a sexualized version of Bugs. Is she though? Yes. I don't remember. I was a child when Space Jam came out, and I don't remember getting a little boner. <laughs> you don't. Oh, I... you need to go flashback to that movie if you don't remember. No, no, no. I know what she looks like. She was. Yeah, I know what she looks like, and I'm saying, I'm actually on the. I'm actually on the side of wokeness here. I believe that is unnecessary. It's a kid's film. You don't need to have a sexy character like that in a kid's film. I'm not saying she's sexy. I'm not attracted to rabbits anymore. <laughs> well, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but 
No, but seriously, I I'm, with that I don't care because I'll break it. Aisha, they've basically they've made her less curvy, they've made her less boobyish, and they've put her in baggy clothes. And if you say that, be... then Jessica Rabbit will now be changed too. Jessica Rabbit isn't a rabbit. No, but she's supposed to be sexualized. <laughs> it's her married name. Yes, yeah, she is, and that's that. But that's that film is half and half. That's meant to be an older. That's not for like young kids. Like Who Framed Roger Rabbit is is not on the same level. Like she's having an affair. That's the plot. That's her plot point. She was having an affair, and he's trying to find out who she's having an affair with, kind of thing. Right? That's already sexualized. The idea of an affair is she's having patty cake with somebody else. Patty cake is clearly fucking, right? So that's already sexualized. Lola Bunny's in a goddamn kids movie. She doesn't like bash her tits out to distract one of the monsters. It's been a long time since, oh, yeah. since the Space Jam, actually. I disagree with you is because if you watch the scene where Lola actually makes like her debut in Space Jam, the music behind her, the way she's walking, the makeup she's wearing, the fact that she... The, everything and Buzz's, Bugs's reaction, the whole point of her character was sex. It's just because as a child you didn't care nor notice. I must go back and watch Space Jam to see You do need to, like, Dean knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, totally. Did they give her I mean, stripper whole... music? I don't remember. Did they give her stripper music when she walks in? Pretty much. Pretty much that. Yeah. yeah. Zelma Fudd, like, I feel a widow something on my pants. <laughs> 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 Pepe Le Pew got the roofies out. Oh, they've they've cancelled Pepe Le Pew. Oh, Have you seen this? Don't, don't. Should bring really? Space Jam is a Warner Brothers film. Yeah. Oh God, you work for Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Shut up! <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> the thing is, oh God, I'm getting. I'm going to play devil's advocate. All I remember from them is Pepe used to get the shit kicked out of him, a hammer to the head, or the cat would fall in love with him when he and like, you know, like. Go over the top. He's meant to, right. God, how do I un, how do I uncancel myself on this? He's meant to be. He's meant <laughs> to be. None the, of this is going in now. <laughs> okay, so he's meant to be the stereotypical stinky Frenchman, right? Stinky Frenchman. <laughs> yes, you have to say he's stinky. Aisha, his name is Pepe Le Pew because he's a skunk. <laughs> yeah, and what do skunks do? They they smell sometimes. You're scary. Right. right. He's got a French accent and he's called Pepe Le Pew. He's a stereotypical stinky Frenchman, right? I'm not saying that the French stink. And a big apology to all of our Cancel fans boo. and listeners in Cancel France. Boo. <laughs> Hold on, but it goes beyond that. They're not just saying he's a stinky Frenchman. They're calling him a stinky French rapist. That's actually true. <laughs> so, but but he always got his comeuppance in the cartoon. So yes, it's bad behaviour, but he he's not the hero of the piece. You're not going like, yeah, go for a Pepe. You raped that cat. Like, it's always, it's always like, oh, he's such a dickhead. Look what he's trying on with his cat. But yeah, you know the scene they cut though. It was him getting explain the ideas of consent. What happened to kids' film? This is for kids, right? <laughs> they don't exist anymore. <laughs> I read a comment. It was like an Elmer Fudd turns to the screen and goes, and now I'm going to explain the ramifications of gun violence in America. <laughs> Yeah, one more question. Um, See, so in the show, they, you um having a match and it's supposed to go so many rounds. But then during the match, things go astray and you end up having an actual fight, which leads to the chair. No spoilers here. Sorry about that. But yeah. Um, So is there any time you've had to actually take charge of a match in real life? You know, that's gone wrong somehow. 
it, it's happened. I remember a distinct time. I'm not going to name names. You probably can keep this one, Dean. This one won't get us in trouble. Um, I remember a distinct time. I'm not going to name names because there is no point, especially after what just happened. Why bury people further than they already are? Uh, we had called the match backstage, of course, as you do. Um, and they suggested a move, which is a hurricane runoff. Now, I am six foot tall plus, and this person is a little bit shorter than me, but not that tall and not that strong either. During the match, when I was on top of a turnbuckle, they decided to set me up and try to do this move on me, where I grabbed both her thighs and waited for her to dangle to the floor until all the blood rushed to her head and I just let go. <laughs> that to me was so disrespectful. It was just like, because I am who I am, I'm going to try and do this move on you. I'm just like, um, no, 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 darling. <laughs> no. Well, Aisha, that looks like um, our time is up, but we really appreciate you joining us. Um, and obviously, you'll be able to hear more of Aisha on Are You a Dead and other podcasts coming your way. Um, but no, thank you very much. Um, congratulations once again on your episode of Pennyworth, and I look forward to seeing more of you. <laughs> Meow. That's coming through so loudly. <laughs> I'm you, hang on. And I look forward to seeing um, more of what's coming up for you in the future, and hopefully you'll join us again uh, for another chat after your next star turn. So thank you very much for joining us. And uh, type in Big Friend Vader to all the social media stuff and in every search bar and you will get me. Me and only yep, me. that's... That's at Big Fem Vader on Instagram, Twitter, the Facey books, and everything else. Or just Google uh, Aisha Raymond, and obviously lots of things will pop up. And um, so keep an eye on Aisha and her social media. And obviously keep listening to me and Dean's podcast because you love the way I sound in your ear. Yay. Is that your outro? You No, there'll be like there'll be like music and No, I wow. like that. If that's your outro that line a... every time, that's very nice. I like that.